Hey, you're listening to Day by Day, Fleetwood Mac, Day 4, but the band's fourth studio album, Kiln House, came out in September of 1970, first album without Peter Green, last album with Jeremy Spencer, Christine McVie, Christine Perfect slash Christine McVie, I'm not sure at what point they got married, she's present at the recording sessions and contributed backing vocals, keyboards, and cover art, although she was not a full member of the band until after the album. The title of the album was taken from a house that the band lived in near Alton in Hampshire, whatever that means. The band was living there communally with their families for a six-month period in 1970. Mick Fleetwood married Jenny Boyd at that house, in June of 1970. Jeremy Spencer played a much more active role during the Kiln House sessions. He wasn't, you know, he barely played on the last album. But what he did for this album is weird. All these retro homages or parodies of the 50s, I don't know, but Spencer's contributions to this album, as we will find out, are strange. Um, But Danny Kerwin, luckily, also contributed a lot to the album. All right, so let's hear it. Kiln House kicks off with a song by Jeremy Spencer called This Is The Rock and uh, seems very Elvis inspired but holy shit this is embarrassing This is the rock Second song on the album credited to Kerwan, Spencer, and John McVie. Song called Station Man. So we've got a very different vibe going on with this album. This song is, I don't know, folk rock? But it's not good.
Well, goodbye, world. It's sad but true. Got a deck with a hangman. I have to leave you. Third song on the album is called Blood on the Floor by Jeremy Spencer. Another Elvis inspired song, but but this one has a gospel vibe. <laughs> I I don't know what Jeremy Spencer's on, but he's on something. The nights are so lonely. The days are so long. I've been the jailhouse cause I see I done fourth song on the album is a song called Hi Ho Silver by Big Joe Turner, but uh, Jeremy Spencer has a writing credit too. (laughs) What is up with this album, man? This is another like 50s throwback. (laughs) I'm not into the direction that the band is going in, especially considering they just had those singles from Peter Green, Oh Well, and Green Man Alishi, which the band was taking such an impressive turn with those songs, but then Peter Green leaves, and Jeremy Spencer is just a nutcase. I don't know what the hell the fuck he's up to here. But, man. Alright, fifth song on the album credited to Kerwan and also Fleetwood and McVie. A different vibe from Kerwan. This is the best song on the album so far, but that is really saying nothing. (laughs) It's not saying much, um, but this is a cool enough song, but weird production. So 
Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, flipping the record over, (laughs) side two opens with a song by Jeremy Spencer called Buddy's Song, which is obviously a tribute to Buddy Holly, but it's just a mashup of a couple of Buddy Holly's songs. It's partially a cover of Peggy Sue Got Married with some new lyrics, which list a number of Buddy Holly song titles, and the song... Uh, Buddy Holly's mother, Ella Holly, is credited as a co-writer on the song. And I guess that's because Waylon Jennings listed her as a co-writer on Peggy Sue Got Married. 
<laughs> so it's like a two minute tribute to Buddy Holly. But like I said, <laughs> Jeremy Spencer is on some kind of a trip. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Alright, the second song on side two is an instrumental from Danny Kerwan, four minutes long, called Earl Grey. Interesting, but it really doesn't go anywhere. It's too long for what it is. song on side two Uh uh-oh jeremy's back this one's called one together and so now we have jeremy doing the everly brothers obviously jeremy has a theme going on here which is a tribute to the 50s (laughs) but it's very weird very strange especially considering the previous work from the band i i have to assume that this album was completely baffling when it came out to fans of Fleetwood Mac. But I can imagine if there were people that didn't even know, if there were Fleetwood Mac fans that didn't even know that Peter Green had left the band, and then they they get this album and it's just Jeremy Spencer ripping off a bunch of people from the 50s. It's, <laughs> it's really out there. Alright, fourth song on side two by Danny Kerwan called Tell Me All the Things You Do. A bluesy track with cool guitar licks, mildly entertaining, but also contributes to the weirdness of the album because this album's just all over the place. You don't know what the hell anybody's up to.
All right, so the album Kiln House ends with a song, a Jeremy Spencer song, but co-writers, writing credit also goes to Jesse D. Hodges and William Michael. The song's called Mission Bell, and this is another, of course, uh, throwback song from Jeremy. What a strange approach he took to this album. The weird mix of these 50s songs from Jeremy and then Danny Kerwan's artsier stuff. Like I said, it really makes the absence of Peter Green so glaring and apparent. And people must have just been absolutely baffled by whatever... I mean, this album is... I mean, in the end, it's hilarious. It's What is going on with this? It's a ludicrous, ridiculous album, mainly because of whatever Jeremy Spencer was up to. Uh, <laughs> so let's hear what they're going to do next. We will find out tomorrow when we talk about their next album, Future Games. to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? 
Would I shot? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.